This is the Bakery and Snack Chat podcast. I'm Jill Hislop, editor of bakeryandsnacks.com, and today I'm joined by Dan Kurzrock, CEO and co-founder of Regrade, a mission-driven food startup that makes flour and snacks from the grains used to brew beer. The company recently won an Expo West Editor's Choice Next Year Award for its innovative patent-pending technology, as well as its transparency over the issues it has faced with compostable packaging. In fact, Dan believes this issue should be treated as non-competitive and has issued a challenge to companies like PepsiCo's Frito-Lay to come forward and share their ideas and solutions. Tell me about the award you have just won and why you received it. Regrain just won a the Nexty Editor's Choice Award at New Hope Media's Natural Products Expo West. And these awards are, there's a bunch of different categories for them. And one of the awards, the Editor's Choice, is given to only four companies. And the criteria for it are innovation, integrity, and inspiration. And we received one of those, those four awards for our, our Regrain products. Congratulations. So what is the mission behind Regrained? Regrained's mission is to better align the food we eat with the planet we love. And the way that we do that is through something that we call edible upcycling. So we're really focused on using entrepreneurship to tackle food waste, specifically as it relates to nutritious byproducts that are created from other food and beverage processes that are currently going to lower use, and then basically discovering those as ingredients and doing innovative product development to bring those ingredients to market. So today we're really focused on the grain that is created every time beer is brewed. So to make beer, it takes a lot of malt, which is mostly barley, and the beer process extracts the sugar from the grain, and what's left behind is all of the fiber and the protein. And this has typically gone to lower uses, to animal feed or perhaps to compost, in some cases to landfill. And we've come up with a new way to do some value-added processing on the screen to turn it into a flour. It's a very versatile flour that can be used in all kinds of bakery and snack applications as well as other culinary applications. And we have a consumer brand that's built around that with a line of nutrition bars and a line of salty snacks that are coming out this summer that are designed to teach and excite consumers about this new ingredient and make it easier for them to better align the food that they eat with the planet that they also love. Why is it important to recycle or upcycle, should I say, ingredients? So what it's really all about is valuing the resources that support life on this planet. We have a finite amount of resources here, and it's really important that we do all that we can to do more with less. And upcycling really enables that. So with the example of the super grain that we've created out of the beer brewing process, look at the water inputs on beer. So it takes a lot of water to juice beer, and that's been documented pretty well before. It's about 90%, though, of that water footprint is actually in the barley supply chain. So for every six-pack, it's about a two-hour shower equivalent worth of water that went into growing and processing that grain. It's about a pound of grain for every six-pack. Now, that grain is only needed for its sugar for the beer brewing process, but all of that water went in to also produce all the other nutrients that are in grain as well, you know, protein, fiber, and you know, there's other nutrients in there as well that don't end up in the beer. And so what we're doing is we're saying, okay, well, 
this isn't useful to make beer anymore, but it's actually makes for a really great food ingredient because food manufacturers are always interested in ways to create great tasting products that are better for people and also better for the planet. The flour that is created, what do you use the flour in? Commercially, we use it in a line of nutrition bars. And then we also have this line of salty snacks that are coming out uh, this summer. But what we're doing behind the scenes is actually working with both large and small food companies to incorporate this into their new products. So it can be used in breads, crackers, cookies, pasta, chips, almost anything. It has a lot of applications from savory to sweet. And anything that you add it to, it's going to boost the uh, fiber and the protein. It's going to bring down the calories. And it's going to have a great sustainability story. Now, I believe you have a patent pending. That's right. One of the reasons why we get asked all the time about why no one's done this before. And one of the challenges with this ingredient in particular and a lot of the potential ingredients that would come out of a beverage like like beer making is that it's very waterlogged. This comes out of the brewery and it's, it's very, very wet, which means not only is it very heavy and logistically difficult to deal with for that reason, but it's also very unstable and spoils rather quickly. And so we actually partnered with the USDA, with a group at the Agricultural Research Service, and we invented in a very energy efficient, very practical way of taking this very valuable, but also very unstable output from the beer brewing process and turn it into something that is not only food safe, but also incredibly versatile and desirable as a food ingredient. And our patent is around our, our process for doing that. Tell me about your compostable packaging. Ooh. How much time do we have? <laughs> this is a, something I'm very, very passionate about. We're all about designing waste out of the food system at Regrain. And from the beginning, we have used compostable packaging because we didn't want to be fighting food waste with one hand and creating packaging waste with the other hand. Most conventional packaging for nutrition bars and a lot of CPG products are, and they're called flexible films, or some material in a multi-layer structure. It's basically impossible actually to recycle because recycling, you need to separate your glass from your paper, from your aluminum, right? These materials, it's a bunch of different materials that are all stuck together. And so they can't be recycled and they are made from oil and they end up in landfill. And so we wanted to take a stand and really try and prove to the industry that the compostable options that are out there, which is the, the best, most sustainable option for a flexible film product, would work. Now, we've had some trouble with that. These materials are come a long way, but we were kind of testing it as we were doing it. And we've had a few different iterations of it. And as our company has grown to be in about a thousand stores now, in addition to some other distribution channels, the packaging is actually subject to a lot more extreme conditions. You know, so think of it sitting in a humid truck, for example. The unfortunate thing about conventional packaging is that it actually works really, really well at keeping a product fresh. And so we had our product in this compostable package that seemed to be fine, especially in the lab. In the wild, it actually started to make our product go stale prematurely. So no food safety issues, but compromising the quality of our, of our right. product. And so quite recently, we decided that what we need to do is slow down to speed up. And we're not a packaging company. We need to figure out what the next best move is without doing it as we're actually putting it into action. And so we decided that for the first time ever, Regrained is going to switch to conventional film. So using what everyone else is already using, which we know works for the product, as we test and validate that the next generation of the compostable package will work. You know, I lost a lot of sleep over that as a you know, mission-driven CEO and wrote a heartfelt article about it. 
and put it on our blog and on another publication. And um, I believe that's one of the other reasons that we received this award is because of our transparency about this issue. And I like to say, you know, all CPG companies are actually in the future trash business and no one likes to talk about it. The consumers care and it's something that we need to take a stand on. And so we're trying to use our failure as an opportunity to rally more people in our community of food producers and also distributors and manufacturers. And we hope policymakers as well to actually take a systemic approach to solving this issue, which doesn't need to be as intractable as it seems to be today. I mean, there are solutions that we can create, but we can't do them in a silo. And so that's probably more than you were, <laughs> you were asking for there, but it's something that is incredibly, incredibly incredibly important that we as food producers have a responsibility to take some action on. We want to open source this to the industry so that we can treat this as a non-competitive issue because it's not. None of us can do business on a planet that is dead. Right now we've got a continent of trash floating in the ocean and there's single-use plastics that are everywhere that are made from oil and end up in landfill. It's just, it can't continue and uh, we want to use our business as a platform to take action on that. That's absolutely wonderful. Have you had any response from any other producers? Yes, absolutely. We're involved in a group called OSC Squared, which is a coalition of brands that basically care about this issue. It's located in the San Francisco Bay Area. It was started by Numi Tea as well as Alter Eco. So they started this coalition of brands that has a packaging collaborative within it. So we're in that, and there's a dozen or two companies that are involved there and kind of watching our trials. And then what's been great is after publishing this article, actually, I've been getting lots of outreach from founders of other companies that say, hey, you know, thank you so much for putting yourselves out there like this. This is an issue that we struggle with as well, and we're very keen on, on getting involved. And so it's been great to recruit more people to this group. What I really am aching for, though, is to see some leadership from one of the much larger food companies to come in. Because I know they're working on it, too. I mean, consumers care too much for them to be ignoring it. And companies like Pepsi, Frito-Lay that are investing a lot in figuring out packaging solutions, but they're keeping it to themselves. And like I was saying, like this should be an issue that is treated as non-competitive and non-proprietary. Well, we'll certainly keep an eye open on your progress and see if the larger companies do take up your challenge. Changing the subject slightly, tell me about your latest culinary innovation that you showcased at Expo West. So at Expo West, we showcased our new extruded snack. It eats like a pop chip. When we came up with our nutrition bar, when we were still recreational entrepreneurs brewing beer under a hedge in college, we were making bars because my partner Jordan and I felt that we could make more of them and we could make loaves of bread and we could cut them into even squares and we could, you know, make a hundred of them in an afternoon and that would be great. That was pretty much the thought process behind the bar. Still making the bar today, it's doing great, but it's not like we looked at all the different applications of what we could use our ingredient for and decided, okay, what are all the things that we can make? What should we make? And that's what we did with this new snack that we're coming out with uh, this summer is we took a step back and we said, okay, here are all the things that we know that we can make with our ingredient. What should we make as the next product? And this extruded snack is exciting for a few reasons. Probably my favorite is that it actually elevates our super grain as the hero ingredient more than it does in the bar. And what I mean by that is that not only is the inclusion higher, but because it's such a simple ingredient duck, you're actually able to taste the grain. It actually has a really nice flavor that gets masked in the bar. A lot of times you mask flavors of really healthy ingredients because you need to. In our case, it's actually a very tasty ingredient. So we wanted to showcase that. Other reasons, it brings nutrition to a category that doesn't have a lot. And as a salty snack, it's actually going to be a good source of fiber. 
and it is a lower calorie alternative as well. It's lower fat, but it's, it's very indulgent in the taste. I mean, we came up with very chef-driven flavors. There's five flavors. One of them is smoked sea salt and pepper. There is aged cheddar. There's urban garden, which is our take on a vegetable uh, base. Then there is Texas pit style barbecues that has a lot of umami. And then there is my favorite, which is Mexican street corn, known as a lote, which is a very kind of incredible layering of you know, cheese and butter on corn, but also with smoky chipotle pepper and uh, citrus as well. And it's, it's just a very, <laughs> you know, it's like a culinary experience in a, in a snack. It also will show our industry partners, for example, if there's cereal makers out there that want to make a breakfast cereal with us, you can get an idea of what the nutritional impact is of an inclusion of three grain, super grain in a recipe. So that'll be coming out sometime this summer. What was interesting, too, about what we did at Expo West, and it's also part of the reason we won the award, is that everyone launches their products at Expo West. But as a startup company, we have a very hard time doing tasting sensory evaluations and focus groups and things like that because it's very expensive. What we decided to do is instead of launching at Expo West, because I mean, we can talk to these buyers whenever we want, what we can do is actually use the trade show as an opportunity to collect feedback. And we passed out surveys to you know, everyone that came by our booth, and they tried each flavor and they gave us input on what they thought and we got decidedly favorable input which was pretty incredible validation that of what we were doing is a feeling of peace of mind and confidence in your decision that is often very difficult as an early stage entrepreneur to have apparently that was pretty innovative i don't know why more people don't do that it made a lot of sense to us the business to business side of what we're doing as an ingredient partner is actually our main focus and so we're actively looking for people that want to be early adopters of innovating around this upcycled grain and we have programs in place to support that. And so we love to work with the innovation teams and, and any of your listeners. And, you know, they can get in touch with me, you know, fairly, fairly easily. And we can explore this together.